Good morning and welcome to the 17th, uh, episode 17 of this year of the Murder Mentality. Um, and, uh, you know, to me, uh, this was heavy on my mind this morning, um, gratitude. Now, I think that we have a very misunderstood word here. I think we have not only just a misunderstood word, we have a misunderstood concept. And because we're not understanding the concepts and the reality of the situation with up, Stanley, we're not actively doing or displaying gratitude in a realistic smasher, manner or fashion. <laughs> Let me just make my own words here today. All right, so um, if you've heard me talk about this subject at all before, um, you know that I say gratitude is action. Um, and to me, that means that, um, gratitude means that you're taking action. You're doing, uh, something that shows that you're grateful for that thing. When you're grateful for something, you don't take it for granted. A really great example of how some people take something very, very important for granted until it becomes a problem is health. I'd say more people take their health for granted until it becomes an issue than I could ever begin to really start to like dig into that topic there. All right. Excuse me. What's happening is people are letting their short term desires override the fact that they know better when it comes to their health. Um, and this isn't to call anybody out in any way, shape or form. Um, I, know two people personally who have unfortunately recently passed from heart attacks, all right? Now, I don't know if they were existing conditions. I don't know if they were sudden. It seems to me in both cases they were very, very sudden. I am super surprised to see people that are literally my age having these types of problems, but it really pulls into contrast how important it is that we take our health seriously. Now, this is both spiritually, physically, mentally, financially, familially, if that's even a word. What I'm trying to say is that the health of everything in your life should be a top priority in some way, shape, or form. Your finances should be a high priority thing to keep in order because you don't want to be a burden on other people. You don't want it to, you know, when you die to pass on debt to your children. I can't think of anything, in my opinion, that's less just like entitled in a lot of ways than accruing a lot of debt throughout the course of my life and then just expecting my children to handle it when I pass finally, which is hopefully a long time from now. But we're really like, excuse me, man, I ate a bunch of kiwis before I started. I probably should have slowed down a little bit. Um, let's see here. Uh, Chris says, I have congestive heart failure. Okay. Well, there's a, a perfect example, man. Like I'm sure before you found that out, you took the type of food you ate and the way you treated your body a lot more cavalier. You know, I have the same, you know, I don't have congestive heart failure, but I have a long history in my life of doing uh, central nervous system stimulants like cocaine and amphetamines uh, before I got clean. And that shit's not good for your heart. I went through a, a phase where I was really having some massive problems where I was like consistently freaking out have a little heart palpitations and stuff like that. Turns out stress, lack of sleep, and uh, you know, being dehydrated 
make a huge difference on that stuff. So I've taken those things a lot more seriously. But what I'm trying to get us all to do here is to recognize that really what that is at that point in time is damage control. We need to work on our stuff before it becomes a damage control type of situation. We need to work on our family and work on the person we are to our family, the example that we give, the leadership role that we take in our family before it becomes a problem. And now we have to grow alongside that in a very painful and difficult fashion. Know this from experience as well. We have to do this financially. Again, know this from experience as well. We have to do this physically. Also, know this from experience as well. So what I'm trying to urge people to do is to pay attention to the life that you're living. Because it's one thing to say you're grateful. It's one thing to say you're thankful. It's one thing to write a list of different stuff you're grateful for. But I think the important consideration here is what are you doing to show gratitude for those things? Literally, the most important things in your life. I mean, straight up, let me get this out. 100% the most important and, and vital things in your life were given to you for free and are probably things you take the most for granted. Most people take their job really high priority. Meanwhile, their health, their family, and several other things might be fucking totally in the shitter. All right. Some people make friends their biggest priority. Some people make you know, video games or TV or whatever the fuck else you want to use their highest priority. But the things that are the most important to us when we're reaching the end of our lives become very apparent because death has this, this, just, this way of like crystallizing what's really important. And as it turns out, you know, your health is so important. Your spiritual health, so important. Both given to you free by God. Capital G. Both given to you for free by God. Your ability to control and direct your mind in such a way that you can control your actions, your emotions, and your reactions in such a way that you can build a strong financial future. Given to you for free. It turns out you can become financially solvent. You can become financially independent without having to work 80 hours a week. There's all kinds of ways that you can become financially independent, all of which should involve you chasing your passion and your gift, your calling and your gift married into one thing. But again, you have to stop taking the abilities that you were gifted with for granted. You have to stop saying, you have to stop calling it in. I listened to this Inky Johnson thing the other day, man, and it hit me so hard. Some people, in fact, most of us, are a victim of our own skills. We're a victim of our own talent. There's so many people out there that are so fucking talented, and they just call it in. And I've been guilty of this I don't know how many times, because their version of calling it in, their version of half-assing it, is still killing it to most people. But how great could they be if they put in the type of effort that would show massive results. Literally, the greats of all times so far in sports are people that practiced 10 million times more than other people did. Mike Tyson wasn't the nastiest boxer because of his build, it did help, but he was the nastiest boxer of his era because he had a training regimen that was just gnarly. 
Michael Jordan, gnarly training regimen. You cannot tell me that Kobe and freaking uh, LeBron do not have gnarly training regimens, that they don't practice and practice and practice. I know they do. I know all my favorite artists practice and practice and practice. You don't get born an artist any more than you get born a linebacker or a point guard. The, the reality is, is you're actually more likely to be born with a body. I mean, you're less likely to be able to be born with a body to do those kinds of things than you are to be born with a mind which can easily be trained to do anything, which, you know, art's just a skill set. It's not something that you're born with. My hand wasn't out of the womb knowing how to draw. It wasn't out of the womb knowing how to tattoo. I've had to hone my craft through massive amounts of practice and repetition. And that's because I am grateful for the gift that I was given. Yeah, look at my freehand game, like Chris says. It keeps getting better and better every day because I double down all the time. No, I'm keeping on this stuff. I'm keeping on it. I'm keeping on it. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to stop doing the things that I know work. And what I know works is to show gratitude for the things that I have been gifted with. Literally, let me say this again so that you guys really hear me. You were gifted with many things in your life that you didn't have to work for. They're just there. And I bet you that you're taking 80% of them for granted. I bet you that if you take the time to examine yourself, which was a message in our church the other day, was to like take the time to examine your blind spots. Ask people that know you well what your blind spots are. All right? And then listen. Because the reality is, is that all of us are probably taking our family for granted in some way, shape, or form. All of us are probably taking our finances for granted in one way, shape, or form. Our spiritual life in one way, shape, or form. I mean, if you're a spiritual person, if you are like a godly person, when was the last time you prayed? I mean, honestly, like really honestly. It's, it's been twice for me today, but I feel like it should have been six or seven times, to be honest. I feel like I could up it a lot. And these are opportunities, as I'm talking with you guys, for me to learn alongside you. Because when I teach, I learn twice and I gain a deeper understanding of what I'm talking about and oftentimes get a deeper insight into who I am. Well, guess what? All the skills you have can be taught to everybody around you. All the things that you know improve your life should be being taught to people around you. All the things that you know changed you intrinsically as a human being should be things that you consistently bring to the people around you. Because as it turns out, I think the biggest way all of you, including me, are selling yourself short. All of you are taking something that's one of the most powerful things that you could possibly ever have in your life for granted. And that is your ability to inspire. Let's show some gratitude for how powerful our inspiration can be. Let's show some gratitude to show the world how much we love the world. <laughs> Let's show some gratitude by bringing people along up with us. Let's show some gratitude by realizing that it's not like a lot of people interpret it like this, where they're like, well, if somebody was relying on me, then I'd do it. But the reality is, People are relying on you. Even if you don't have kids, there's people that are relying on you. There's people that look to you for inspiration that you probably don't even know they do. 
And every day you say, well, I'll do it when it's actually important. You're selling yourself short. You're selling your impact short. And you're selling all those people that care dearly about you short. I know because I did it for so long. I had so many people just tell me, Justin, why are you like this, man? You have so much talent. You're going to have so much impact in the world when you finally get over this self-doubt. Well, self-doubt is just another aspect of lack of gratitude. If you really understand gratitude, you'll understand that it doesn't fucking matter if you doubt yourself or not. You are going to display the gratitude. Doesn't matter if sometimes my goals seem so lofty, I feel like I might never hit them. I'm going to show gratitude to God for planting that seed in my heart, and I'm going to aim for the moon. And as I've said literally to my son this morning, man, I'd rather aim for the moon and hit the horizon than aim for the horizon and shoot myself in the dick. All right? I know that's not how that saying goes, but that's how I'm saying it. All glory be to God. And you have, you have to show gratitude to really to, to display that, man. If you're a Christian, and I'm not usually getting preachy on these, but if you're a Christian, man, that's part of it. You need to be living a life that's inspirational to people. How are you going to, how are you going to inspire people to, to join with you in your spirituality if you're not bringing something attractive to the table? And I'm not talking about physically, like lifestyle, the type of person you are, the inspiration, the impact you have. No, it's not, but I feel like this is directed towards me. Dude, I drew, I'm directing this at myself, bro. Like, <laughs> the reality is, is that I, a lot of people tell me that. And I think that what it really comes down to is that these are issues all of us struggle with. Every fucking one of us. But most of us are too polite to just bring it up. But really, if you love the people you care about, you say the important shit. If you love the people you care about, you say, hey, dog, your diet's killing you. If you love the people you care about, like somebody came to me a while back and they'd relapsed and I was like, bro, you know the steps. You know how to get clean. You know what to fucking do. You know where the resources are. Do fucking not make me come to your fucking funeral, bro. I said it just fucking like that. Because that's the type of shit we need. We don't need no more passive aggressive coddling fucking soft love. Tough fucking love. Tough motherfuckers. Warriors in God. Warriors in our spirituality. Warriors in this physical world. Warriors in every aspect of our lives. It just is what it is. You can either be a warrior or you can be the walking wounded. But there's no in between. I love you guys. I'm going to give you guys the same suggestion I keep giving you over and over again and I gave to my son again this morning. <laughs> Write it down and make it clear so he that read it can run with it. We're going to start small for you guys. Six months. Six, I can count. Six months. I want you to write a piece of paper. Fill the whole paper top to bottom and make sure it's detailed. Maybe two. I'd recommend two. All right? And write that whole page with a detailed 4K version of where you want to be in six months. All right? Make it detailed. Detailed. Who you are. What kind of relationships you have. What kind of things you're doing. What inspires you. I want you to figure out what makes you fucking tick and put it in that paper. And then you're going to read it to yourself. In the morning and in the evening. And if you're like me and you're an overachiever, you're going to read it over and over and over and over again. And you're going to keep doing that. And if it doesn't come true in six months when you are consistent with reading it, revamping it, and reading it, and revamping it, and adjusting the plan as you go... You live in a different dimension than me. That's as simple as it is. 
It is impossible not to achieve the things you want if you have that level of focus on it. It's impossible. I love all of you guys, for real. And I hope all of you wake up one day and realize how fucking powerful you really are. Okay? I'll see you tomorrow.